Hello and welcome to the She Can Share podcast, where I am going to help you arise and shine as the woman of influence that God is calling you to be, where you are going to learn how to share your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities with the world through content creation and by just being who you are. You are meant to let go of shame, guilt, condemnation, and fear, and arise and shine and be the light of the world. So whether you're here to grow your influence, grow your business, or just learn some content creation tips to express Christ in you, I want you to know that I'm here for it. So let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm not sure what you're up to right now. Maybe you're in the car, maybe you're on a run, maybe you're ready to get your cozy, comfy socks on and snuggle up with a hot drink, which in January, that's one of my favorite things to do. But wherever you are right now, I hope that you are experiencing the goodness and the love of God towards your life the blessing of God, the kindness of God. I did a video on Instagram saying how great it is knowing that you're stepping into 2024 with the smile of God on your life. That is the truth. You know what I've been thinking about too? This is totally not in my notes, but I'm just going to share it with you because hello, this is the She Can Share podcast. (laughs) But what I was going to say you know what? I actually had forgotten what I was going to say. Gosh darn it. You know, there I am trying to be silly and I forgot <laughs> forgot the thing that I was never meant to say. So maybe I should just let it go. But the point is, my friends, is the smile of God is on you today and he is so for you. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, do you ever think about God being excited about your life? Like, I feel like sometimes when we think of God, we think of God, you know, like you, we all, we all have that picture in our head, like the stoic being in the sky, but like, what would it really look like for you to think about God, like giddy about you getting excited about your life, about all the things that he has in store for you. You know, the Bible says that he has prepared good works in advance for you to do. So he's excited about those good works and you don't know what they are yet, but he does. He has great things in store for you. And so before we even dig into this podcast episode, I really want you to think about, man, how would I live my life? How would I interact with God if I knew every single morning he was waking up and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about your day. I'm so excited about you. I'm so excited about all that you're going to do. You know, I feel that way towards my kids. I do. I feel like being a mom has taught me so much about the father's heart, about the heart of God. And I do feel excited about my kids and what they're going to do. Whenever people are like, oh, how are your kids? I'm like, they're freaking awesome. My kids are great. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited about them. And God is excited about you. He feels that way about you. And so before we even dig in, to what I want to share today, which will be part two on stepping into 2024 and what didn't work in 2023 and everything you should think about for 2024, know that God's smile is on you right now in this moment, in this year, and you're going to have a wonderful year this year. So one of the things that I talked about in the last episode was how I really want to make my home a haven. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit 
and also how I'm structuring my business to be able to support that. And I've realized and discovered that for a lot of women that are creating content online or trying to show up in business and pursue their dreams, one of the things that they actually really struggle with and that I don't feel like people talk about enough is their schedule. You know, I had a conversation with somebody recently and they said, you know, I'm like just feeling frazzled and I'm trying to do all the things, but I realize like I need to work when I'm working and I need to be at home and present when I'm at home. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Because if you feel like you are trying to work and you don't have like a solid schedule and then your kids interrupt you, you instantly feel annoyed because you're like, come on, I'm trying to work. And your kids don't know that. They don't know the schedule. You haven't even set a schedule and you're frustrated with them. And they're like, come on, mom. And then, and then you're feeling mom guilt because your kids want your attention, but you can't give it to them because you didn't plan. And then it's, and then it's the whole, it's a whole thing, right? So I want to talk to you about how you can make your home a haven. I hope anyone that has AirPods right now in their ear, I'm so sorry about that. I won't ever do that again. (laughs) I'm in a silly, goofy mood today. Okay. But I'm going to talk to you about how to make your home haven and then how to structure your business, like the schedule you should have, or the one that I'm doing that maybe it might spark something for you to be able to facilitate that. So what does it mean to make your home a haven? Again, I talked about this in the last episode a little bit. So if you haven't listened to episode 45, the one right before this one, go check it out. But really making your home a haven is about not just having like good decorations or the most updated stuff in your house. It really is about like enjoying your home, enjoying the people that live there, enjoying the memories that you're making. And what's crazy is most of our days, like I know you don't see this, but like I do laundry. I actually, my husband does a lot of the laundry, bless his heart, but like I fold the laundry. Um, we do the, I do the dishes. I cook dinner. Um, I clean my house, you know, like all of that stuff is the stuff that people don't really see, but that's a lot of how we spend our time is like the mundane things of life. Some of you listening right now are up to your eyes in diapers and others of you are up to your eyes in (laughs) tantrums. And some of you, maybe your kids are totally gone and out of the house and you're like, I'm up to my eyes and I need a new adventure from God, right? But you're still spending so much time at home. And I want to ask you, like, do you are you excited about your home? Are you excited about like how you've structured your home, the people that you're spending your time with? I want to give you an example of what I'm talking about. So the other night my kids, we were just like kind of all doing our own thing, right? And that's fine. We were kind of all doing our our own thing. And I just thought, you know, I really want to read more to my kids. Like I want to look back on this time with the memory and the feeling that I just like snuggled with my kids on the couch and read books to them and had a hot drink. So I'm like, okay, I want to create that. So I made hot chocolate, which hello, what kid is going to turn that down? And I was like, guys, let's sit on the couch and let's read together. My kids got so excited. They got like all the blankets in the house, put it on the floor. And then they sat on the floor with a hot drink and we snuggled and we read together. And it was a memory. And I was like, I'm going to do this more. I'm going to schedule this in. And what that does is it's creating 
it's creating traditions, it's creating routines, it's creating memories for our kids. And I don't know if a lot of times we actually think about how we want to spend our days. I think a lot of us go to work and we kind of just like get done what we need to get done. And then we come home and we're like, okay, I need to make dinner. I need to get the kids to bed. It's really just a big laundry list of to-dos, but we don't have to live that way. We can actually think intentionally, okay, like, well, how do I want to spend my day? How do I want to feel waking up? You know, there are days that I'm like, I do not want to get dressed today. I actually would enjoy just wearing sweatpants and having my hair unwashed and like my face not with any makeup on. And like, I'm going to just like enjoy being scruffy today, but that's a choice. And then the next day I'm like, no, I'm putting on the fancy earrings and I'm wearing the the electric blue sweater, which is what I have on right now. And I'm going to feel good about it. I, I'm not like whatever it is that it, that that is for you. What I'm saying is, how can you make your everyday life enjoyable and fun based off of the responsibilities and the things that you have to get done? So when I'm cooking my meals, like this is another thing, I'm inviting my kids into that. And I'm like, guys, what do you think? Also, we have music on in the background. We're like dancing in the kitchen. We're like, we're making it a haven. It's not just, oh, now I have to cook dinner. It's, no, let's make this an experience. Like, let's actually enjoy this moment because all we have right now is right now. You don't have tomorrow. You don't have next week. You don't have 20 years from now. You've got right now. So it's like, how can you make right now really, really great? What do you want that to look like? What do you want that to be? How do you want to feel? What do you want your kids to remember when they look back on on your life? So make your home a haven. And part of that, right? A lot of you that are listening are here for all the business tips. Part of that is also setting a very clear schedule in your business so that your home can be a haven, right? So what that means is there might be days that you are very intentional about with your time. So I said in the last episode that I wake up at five and from five to seven, I spend some time with the Lord and then I get to work. And I do that before my kids wake up because it helps me to feel like I'm getting stuff done. If you want to listen to more of that episode, like go back and listen to it, but I'm going to talk about the afternoon because my kids get out of school at 3.30. And I want to walk to school to get them because we live right in the neighborhood. So I'm going to make the time to stop working at three. And I'm going to start to move into, okay, dinner time. For some of you, you're like, I can't believe you're thinking about dinner. But my, my husband is a 911 operator. He's a first responder. And he has to go to work at night. And so he's out of the house at like 5.15. So we have food on the table at like 4.30. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm starting to think about dinner at three and also going to get my kids. So that means I need to plan my work day in such a way that I am productive and I'm getting stuff done and I have my to-do list during those working hours because I want to make my home a haven. I don't want to be split and being like, oh, I need to get my work done, but I got to make dinner, but blah, I'm frazzled. No, I planned. I got it done. And so at three, I'm done and I'm getting ready to go to get my kids from school, pick them up, and then come home. And we got a schedule, guys. (laughs) When they get home, they get to have a snack because it's always snacks, right? They have a snack. 
I can ask them about their day. I've really been thinking about doing that reading time at that time, having a hot drink ready when they get home, you know, and like reading with them, which I think would be really cute. I'm thinking about it. Right. But, um, and then I'm getting dinner ready. And like I said, I love including my kids and helping make meals. I think it's a fun time. I think it's making memories. So I put music on, I light a candle, I make, I cook dinner, right? I make yummy food that I like, right? This isn't every night. I actually want to say I probably cook four times a week and I make enough, like I make more so that we can have leftovers. And I find food that I actually like, right? I'm cooking food. So I'm like, I want to eat that. Not just like, oh, like what? We need to stop just like surviving our life being like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. It's like, no, yes, you do have to do that. So how can you make it fun? How can you make it something that you love? Right? So we'll cook dinner together. And then I talked to my daughter the other day about, hey, how can, like, we don't just set the table. Okay. We, we create an experience. Like we, we make the, we make it, we set the table we, we like, we make this a thing. So we put the plates on and everything, but we light a candle. We put the music on. We set the ambiance, right? For the family. Cause that's great. And then we pray together at food time, at meal time, And then after that, like we're done eating at like five 30 and we got the whole night. And I'm not thinking about work at this time. Cause I've planned my time. I've planned my days. And then, you know, at nighttime I can work, I can schedule time with friends, whatever, if they want to come over, um, or I'm hanging out with my husband, but That is like setting clear working times and family times. And here's the other thing that I do with my business is I, especially for content, I will plan content days. So today's a Thursday and I'm doing my podcast and I've been creating content all morning. I did an Instagram post that I liked. I did a TikTok video that I was excited about and I'm doing my podcast And the way that that is helpful is when you are in a state of creativity rather than meetings, you are able to actually activate that part of your brain, which is the creative side. So I'm thinking about content, thinking about my audience, thinking about the struggles they're going through, what would be helpful for them. And I'm in a flow of content. So I plan Thursdays that I don't have a lot of meetings because that's what I'm doing. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, those are more of like my meeting days where like I will schedule calls with people and like help solve problems for my clients. But then Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've made those my content days. So for you, like what are, like how can you theme your days? How can you have an ideal week for 2024 that's going to be most productive for you to be able to achieve the results and the dreams that you want? Those are things I want you to think about. I want you to get into a rhythm and a habit of because you are absolutely 100% meant to enjoy your life. Life is a gift. You you know, think about if you gave your kid a gift, like we just had Christmas, think about you giving your kid a gift and they're like, do I have to play with this? Oh my gosh, it's going to require batteries. Oh, I got to go and get batteries. I got to put the batteries in. I got to play with this thing. It's like, no, that, that is not the goal. Do you think that God giving you the gift of life wants you to just every day have to survive what you have to do? No, it brings him glory. And, and delights his heart when he's like, they're happy. Like they're enjoying, like we have one life. We have one life. I hope you're hearing me. I don't know who you are that's listening to this. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this episode, but if maybe I'm going to go on later and create a video about this because it's so important. 
God wants you to enjoy life. He gave you life. It brings him glory. He's our dad. As a parent, it makes my kids, it makes me so happy seeing my kids frolicking around the house, happy, thriving. God wants that for you. So what do you need to do to make it happen? (laughs) It makes him happy when you are actually like living from a place of gratitude and not just being thankful from like, thank you, God, for what you've given me, but actually like embodying that by making making the life that he's given you, like, I'm so grateful, God. I'm so grateful for what you're doing. And even in the hard times, look for God. What's God doing in your life? How is he working? What's he teaching you? How are you growing? How are you developing? I said I said in, in an email recently, I'm, I'm results-oriented, but I'm all about the habits. Because if you can achieve, if you can commit to a process, if you can commit to the journey, you will end up where you're meant to be. And so committing to the journey is being like, I understand that God is more concerned with what he's doing in me and our relationship than the results that are happening in my life. Because that is what we're here for. We're here for a personal relationship with God. And if that can be right, everything else will work. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful. If you are wanting clarity, if you want clarity on your messaging that you're sharing online, I have three steps to brand clarity that you can get by just clicking the link in the show notes. It's going to help you get clear on who you are, what you're meant to offer, and how you can serve people in the best way possible that's in alignment with you and your God-given gifts so you can openly and authentically share without being like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want people to think this. Like, it's like, no, you have a message and you're here to make disciples of all nations. So, hey-ho, let's get you going, girl, right? I am so excited for you going into 2024. Please let me know if this episode was helpful. Please share it with a friend. Make your home a haven this year. Pursue the God-given gifts, talents, and abilities that he's got for you. And I hope to see you next week. Have a great week, guys.